The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Hello and welcome to Who New and Review. We're a podcast from the Galactic Network. Well, your weekly look at Doctor Who news is here, but there isn't. There isn't any. I mean, I looked. I really looked. I looked really hard. <sighs> I'm sorry. So instead, I thought, well, even though they are the bane of the internet, I thought I would do a little, a little trailer breakdown. By now, you must have seen the trailer. So I thought oh, I'll pick out five things. So we'll start with the Doctor himself. Now we've guessed from set photos that we'd meet Bill at a university. And we naturally assumed that, well, that Bill would be a student. Based on precedent, the Doctor was more likely to be the caretaker, but it seems he's been promoted! Given Professor was the affectionate nickname for the Doctor from former companion Ace, we might see that dynamic return. With Bill, a university cafeteria worker surrounded by academic people, the Doctor might give her a chance to prove how clever she is in other ways. Meanwhile, he's taking up the same title as his late wife after 24 years by her side, Professor Doctor. Well, surely. Or is he going to be a Smith? Oh, my money's on Smith. What's your money on? What's a Dalek? And that's a very good question, Bill, because when we were introduced to you in April last year with a short Dalek cutaway, shot months before production on Series 10 began, executive producer Stephen Moffat told us it was just a debut, Pearl Mackey, and it's not part of an upcoming episode. However, if you watch the trailer, it features shot from that, shots from that scene, along with a bunch of new ones, from the same apparent setting. Now, we've either been lied to, or it's the most exciting footage they had for the trailer. <coughs> Let's pray for the former. Okay, monsters! Other than Daleks, this trainer was unusual for featuring no sign of returning monsters. Instead, we had a montage of new creatures we'll get to meet. Now, one shot hints at a creature made of wood and a rather, hmm, damp young woman screaming at the camera. But most intriguing has to be the emoji bots. They appear to be sort of smiley emoticons on their heads. I wonder how many returning monsters we're going to get this time. Bit of a mystery. Although Capaldi has hinted at new Cybermen. But we can be sure that Series 10 won't be short of its own villains. Now one of the things the internet has noticed is in one of the Dalek scenes you see a, a person seemingly get exploded and they hit the wall and they've got a very distinctive hairdo. Distinctive enough to be the Mavellans. Who are the Mavellans? Well, they're a robot race who battle the Daleks. 
Haven't seen them for a while. They used to be a little bit... Disco. So who is Bill? Okay, we've talked about Bill and what her relationship with the Doctor might be, but the Series 10 trailer gave us a lot more insight into the sort of woman she is. For one thing, she's curious. Asking for the direction to Earth after arriving on an alien world, for instance. She's irreverent. Gaping at awe at the TARDIS console room before asking where the bathroom is, not to mention an apparent obsession with cooking. Describing the TARDIS as well. Like a kitchen. And finally, the fifth thing that I learnt by watching the trailer is Dr. Disco. Oh, the sonic shades are back. Yeah, sorry anyone who was put off by the Doctor's wearable tech last series. Yeah, they sort of polarised the fans. You know, uh, sunglasses polarised the fans. Oh, pun intended. Remember, the sonic screwdriver was originally meant as a stupid joke. But it looks like the shades are here to stay. Or, he could just be, could just be, the coolest Doctor in the universe. Hauntings, sky sounds, parallel universes, monster sightings, the New World Order, ghost ships, urban legends, mysterious radio broadcasts, and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen, find out more, and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so we do have a couple of news items. I mean, it would be wrong of me to to do a show and not do news items, especially as it's a Doctor Who news show. I'm sure you understand what I mean. Anyway, Stephen Moffat has revealed to DoctorWhoTV.co.uk that we'll be seeing loads of Matt Lucas's Nardol in Series 10 of Doctor Who. Apparently he was contracted for certain episodes and he sort of crept into far more of them. He may even end up in being in all of them. Possibly because they love him. In the first episode of Series 10, he's slightly broader. Moffat's teased Nardole's development, but we're clearly establishing this Christmas episode just gone that he's sly and clever and daft. He's not just a renter duffer, um, he's a reasonably formidable chap, judging by the way. I mean, you know, he's talented, he can pilot the TARDIS. He drinks tea. I think he's a, a great foil for the Doctor. I mean, there is a chance that he's been slightly reconfigured. He's a little bit cheeky, but also, apparently, he's a little bit helpful, and he's a little bit good at things. I like Nardole. I think he's brought the much-needed comedy aspect into Doctor Who so the Doctor can get to be all serious 
and brooding. Now, I'm sure I mentioned this, but in issue 507 of Doctor Who magazine, it was confirmed that Toby Whitehouse is contributing an episode for series 10. I'm going to have to go back and look and see who's doing what, where, when and how. Now, Whitehouse has penned five stories since the show returned. The very popular school reunion back in 2006. The Vampires of Venice in 2010. The God Complex, which is one of my favourite episodes in 2011. A Town Called Mercy in 2012. And the really spooky two-parter from last season. Under the Lake and Before the Flood. I hope he brings something equally spooky and gothic and close and a little bit spooky. Many thanks for downloading this podcast from the Galactic Network. We have so much to offer. Maybe it's horror or adventure gaming. Perhaps you just like to listen to a couple of nerds geeking out. Well, if that's the case, then visit gncasts.com. That's g-n-c-a-s-t-s dot com. And have a good poke around. You'll be surprised what you find. Maybe you'd like to chat to the hosts. If so, then why not sign up to our Slack channel? Or simply you want to tell us what a great job we're doing. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. The science of Doctor Who. It's time for the A to Z. Did you notice I played the wrong jingle there? I think I got away with it. Did I get away with it? I think so. Uh, There's no science of Doctor Who this week. I should have removed it from my soundboard. But of course, there is. Oh, it's just soundboard hell. I could go back and edit this show. But where would there be the fun in that? Who's got time to edit? Edit schmedit. That's what I say. What do you mean you can tell? Should it? Anyway, the A to Z... Let's go with the monster, and the monster this week is Miss Foster. Can you remember her? She was in the episode Partners in Crime. Yes, the one with the cute little adipose. We never actually learn her planet of origin, but we were introduced to her technology. Her sonic pen. Of course, Miss Foster wasn't her real name, Her real name was Cophelia, and she was an undercover on Earth as Miss Foster, a matron, a sort of outer space super nanny of the five straighten Classabindi nursery fleet, intergalactic class in the early 21st century. Matron Cophelia was employed by the Adiposian First family to breed a new generation after their breeding planet was lost. A nursery ship arrived and beamed the adipose on board. But the first lady, first lady, first family, knew what they were up to. And knew it was illegal. And they chose them to rid themselves of their accomplice, Cophelia. 
After all, the adipose was beamed up, the Doctor and Donna tried to persuade Cophelia to get away. When she was in the beam, she did not listen. Why don't they ever listen? Unfortunately, the beam was switched off and, well, she fell to her death. Why don't they listen? If the doctor told you to do something, would you listen? You would. Here. Same here. Anyway, that is all for this week. I shall be back next week. I will try not to cough. I will try to play the right jingles. And I will try to read my notes coherently. So I better be off to practice. See you later. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.